welcome to the Gridiron Guy with your boy, the Fantasy G. What up, those A2? Love the intro song, San Diego Superchargers. Yeah, I wish they were still in San Diego, man. That's that's one of my that's one of my hype songs right there. Oh yeah, you, you hear that song? Just picture them running out in them powder blues. Oh yeah, love it. Oh yeah. All right, well, welcome to the week thirteen preview here with the. Uh, Fantasy G, your boy A2. Hope you all had a happy Thanksgiving last week. Uh, football was, you know, definitely some high-scoring games. I mean, hey, Lions fans are happy about last Thursday. Yep. <laughs> Matt Pitcher and Bob Quinn, both 86th. 86th, Out man. of there. So, yep, uh, yep. you know, we're going to have a great show today, week 13 preview. We are very excited. We're going to have a special guest on today. So, I uh, hope you're all as excited as we are. We've been wanting him all year. Um he refers to himself as the L.A. Rams insider, so we'll see what he's got for us. Um, also, shout out to the Objectively Podcast, podcast that nobody asked for but everybody wants, the Objectively Podcast with Ben and Matt. So find us on their Spotify page, SoundCloud. You could also find the Gridiron Guide on SoundCloud and Spotify. Yeah, and also just ask Alexa to play the Gridiron Guide, and we'll be able to find us on there too. Nice. So... Uh, also, you know, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, The Gridiron Guide. Uh, YouTube videos are coming soon, so definitely follow us there. Check out our website. We're posting blogs. Uh, trying to get one blog at least weekly, mm-hmm. so uh, thegridironguide.com. Be sure to check us out there, and obviously Podbean. Uh, they're hosting us. I think we use them to record. You can hear us live. Yep, yep. This this episode is not live, but um, yeah, normally we'll, we'll, we'll do a quick live episode. So down, make sure to download the uh, Podbean app, and you can um, chat with us live during our live recording. All right. So uh, follow us. Let us know how we're doing. Give us your feedback. Uh, we're going to jump right into it, though. Week 13 NFL news. Uh, some good news. Well, obviously, you know, we'll start with the lines if you want real quick. Uh, Matt Patricia, Bob Quinn, Dan Quinn, what the hell is his name? Yeah, Bob Quinn. Bob Quinn. <laughs> Dan Quinn was an Atlanta Falcons. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you know, so, they're all fired. Yeah, so finally Sheila, Sheila Hemp Ford decided that uh, it was time to let them go. Um, apparently there were some reports that she thought about actually keeping Bob Quinn for another year. Um, mm-hmm. But thank God that she decided not to do that. Lions can head into a new direction. And uh, hopefully they'll lose the rest of their games to at least get in a top five pick, better chance of getting a quarterback. But um, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to win an extra couple games here and screw themselves out of another quarterback. So, yeah, you see that you know with Atlanta last year after they fired the coach was it last year? This year, oh, okay. Well, last year I think they fired him as well, or they fired uh no, they fired their defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they came in hot this yeah, yeah. year. They fired Quinn. Um, you know, rumbled off a couple wins, nothing too crazy. Well, but I mean, Houston hey, did it with Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I mean, obviously Houston's not going to keep Romeo Cornell. He's old. Um, but the Falcons have, looks like they might actually keep uh, Morris. Yep. He is his name, Morris. Yeah, Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris. Yep. Yeah, but you know, you just see the team play differently, and they actually try when the coach gets fired. So yeah, uh, like you said, expect the Lions to kind of maybe you know pull off a couple wins, not versus the Packers, but no, definitely versus some of the other shit NFC North teams. Hey, like the Bears. You know <laughs> what? What we got on the so on... Uh, injury news? Uh, David Johnson designated to return. He's looking good in practice. He should be back this week. Uh, I need him in fantasy, so I'm hoping he is back. Uh, 49ers, Tevin Coleman, Brandon Ayuk, practicing in full. Uh, something to know, Debo Samuel was held out Thursday for a hammy. We think it's precautionary, but uh, look for ers to have, you know, most of their, you know, not most of their weapons, obviously, with Jimmy G and Kittle out, but uh, mm-hmm. some of the other solid weapons for them. So if Niners are starting to get healthy, they could make a strong uh, NFC playoff push. They just had a nice win versus the Rams, so mm-hmm. we'll see that. Uh, Nick Foles practicing in full. However, Trubisky is still the starter there. Yeah. Uh, week 13 versus the Lions. Uh, Del- Dalvin Cook limited Thursday. He is expected to play. You saw him kind of get roughed up, uh, but he did return last week. Yeah. That one should be back. Irv Smith did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, so expect him to miss another game. Mm. So Rudolph could be a popular DFS play. Yeah. Tua Tua Gailoa. Tua Tunga Bailoa. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, when when, when DJ Ungalele comes in the league, good luck, George. Yeah, I'm going to say DJ <laughs> and Tua. Stick to the first names. Oh, man. Tua limited Thursday. Still not sure who's starting Tua or Fitzmagic. Uh, obviously, Fitzmagic's in. It bodes a lot better for Devontae Parker. Mm-hmm. If Tua's in, I don't really know who it bodes better for. Yeah. But 
limited. We'll see who's the starter there. Uh, Lamar Jackson, unsure if he'll be back uh, for the week 13. I think they got the Cowboys Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday night. So, Lamar Jackson, I mean, just stay away from that game if you are in a slate that has that. Uh, Carl Halar, illness, did not practice Thursday, not COVID-related, but uh, he should be ready to go Sunday. A.J. Brown did not practice Thursday. We're looking to see what his Friday status is just to see if he is in. uh, You know, they said the injury looked worse than it was. Right. So, we'll see what happens with A.J. Brown. We need him in there. Uh, That's, you know, must win for these fantasy owners. So, look for the Friday status. We're going this Friday morning, so yeah, uh, no news yet. Uh, Adam Humphreys is full practice. He hasn't played since November 1st, so that's good news for the Titans. Not like he's going to be fantasy relevant, but just good to get another pass catcher out there for Tannehill. Kenny Galladay did not practice. Don't think he's playing. Uh, I don't think I don't he's know. playing the rest of the year. I think yeah. I, There was a report that people think that he's faking his hamstring injury. Or it's a hip injury. Or hip, whatever it is, yeah. That I don't know why they didn't just put him on IR. but Because they, they, they don't think he's that serious, but he's not playing. And he wanted, he wanted a contract. They didn't, obviously didn't get one. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, hopefully he ditches and goes to the Packers. That's one of Bob Quinn's only good picks. So Yeah. Uh, Amendola <laughs> with a full practice. So if God is out, look for them to get Amendola back. Uh, DeAndre Swift out of the concussion protocol. However, you know, AP said he's not himself since the concussion. Uh, you don't see the same explosiveness out of him. Uh, he did miss Thursday's practice with an illness, so wondering what's going on there with DeAndre Swift. We'll see if he plays, and if he does, how he's looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did have a big game last time he did play, so yeah. we'll see what comes out of there. Uh, the Raiders, uh, Nelson Aguilar, Jacobs did not practice Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, you know, Obviously, again, look for that Friday status to give you a good indication whether they will or will not play. If Jacobs is out, Devin Booker, Deontay Booker. Booker. Devontae Booker, you got Devontae it. Devontae Booker is going to lead the backfield <laughs> with Jalen Rashard and Theo Riddick, who Riddick was just activated off the COVID list this week uh, to come in for receiving downs. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chark, haven't heard anything about his Thursday practice. He was limited Wednesday, uh, him and Chris Connolly, who cares about Connolly. But DJ Chark, uh, hopefully expect him to play. Um, again, we need him for fantasy, me especially, so... <laughs> When he says we, he means me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> AJ Brown, I need him. Chark, I need him. David Johnson, I need him. <laughs> so, <laughs> Julio Jones did not practice Thursday after limited Wednesday, which is never good to see him kind of downgraded. He's uh, already out, I think. They oh, they he's out. Yeah, out? I think they ruled him out. Yeah, I didn't hear that, but he's probably out. So, uh, something to note, Matt Ryan does not play good when Julio Jones is either limited or out. So, just keep that in mind. I think they do play the Saints as well, who... A tough defense. They just got lit up by like eight sacks a couple weeks ago when they played the Falcons. So yeah, uh, stay away from probably that Atlanta offense. Uh, Daniel Jones did not practice Wednesday, Thursday. They haven't ruled him out yet, but Cole McCoy is starting for them. So <laughs> Cole McCoy is not good. He's been in the league for fifteen years or something. Who knows how long? But uh, probably stay away from the whole Giants offense. I might have somebody for you though to start. Uh, you guys can all probably guess who it is. Uh, last news, not injury related. Josh Gordon reinstated by the league. Yeah, the earliest he can rejoin the Seahawks week fifteen. I thought it was weeks week week fifteen or sixteen. I thought it was sixteen, but you know I read yesterday in this news 15. week fifteen. So. Oh. Josh Gordon. I mean, he's not going to be fantasy relevant, but definitely not. Seahawks offense just geez. DK Metcalf and Gordon two just freaks. You know, I think DK's a monster, but yeah, Gordon no. himself is still you know big physical wide out. Yeah, and for then sure. Lockies. Scary. Yeah. All right. Let's go right into DFS quarterback plays. Who you got in? Give us one. All right. So this week, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on last week. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Uh, David Carr. It's not David Carr. Is Derek. It? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna keep calling him David Carr. No, last week he was David Carr. He was his brother. He was trash last week. Um, cost me a bunch of money. I had him a bunch of lineups. I think a lot of people did. I think he was drafted sixty percent. In most leagues, because Atlanta's defense is not good, but uh, he did not perform. So this week, I am going to give you uh, a quarterback that I think is highly undervalued right now, which is very weird to say that this quarterback, one of the one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, is undervalued. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers coming in at sixty eight hundred bucks going up against Philly, Philadelphia. Um, very odd that he hasn't been bumped up to that upper echelon price range on DraftKings. Um, but last week against Chicago's Bears, who the Bears who have a pretty good defense um, overall, he went for 211 yards and four touchdowns. 
um, which is insane to only have to be only be worth sixty eight hundred bucks the next week. So give me Aaron Rodgers. All right, I dig that. Um, real quick, just got news: Julio's going to try to practice a little bit today, so oh, okay. not ruled out. We'll see Julio Jones keep up on his status for today. Um, real quick, yeah. So oh, I yeah, had Carr in my lineups all week. And you took I out. took him out right before game time. Like, yeah, I just don't trust the Raiders all. Some games they run it thirty times. Sometimes they pass it forty. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the text message. Yes, I benched him. Didn't didn't pan out, you know. But whatever. <laughs> uh, quarterback, I like. You know, I've been ragging on him all year, but I love him as a Bears starter because he never beat the Packers. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, yeah, four hundred versus the Lions. Uh, the Lions are straight trash. One, <laughs> two, they allowed twenty four fantasy points week one versus Trubisky. Yeah. Um. They've allowed over 16 points every week besides P.J. Walker a couple weeks ago for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've allowed 18 fantasy points to the quarterback this year, which is seventh worst. They're just not good. They got injuries. Their defense, they traded away all their good guys. Give me Trubisky, 5400 bucks. I'm more of a value play to say that. 5400 like I said, they've allowed 18 points a game. I'm expecting Trubisky to get about 15 to 21 points. And, you know, I'm going to go cheap at quarterback because, as you can know, See, I'm uh, loading up on wide outs and running backs this week. All right, I can't hate that. Um, I thought about going Mitch Trubisky, uh, but then I decided to go with this guy, um, who I'm thinking about playing as well. Kirk Cousins, sixty four hundred bucks, Spartan dog that he is. Um, the past, the past uh, two games, he's uh, thrown for over three hundred yards, three touchdowns. Um, Obviously, he gets Dallas and Carolina, not the best defenses, but he gets Jacksonville, and Jacksonville just got lit up by Baker Mayfield. Um, so he's, he's he tends to be playing a little bit, play better towards the end of the year. He's going to get Thielen back. Um, so I, I'm expecting a good game out of Kirk Cousins for 6400 bucks. All right, I like that. I thought about putting him on mine, but I did not. Um, what made you not put him in? I, you know, he had a good matchup. I just didn't oh, okay. six quarterbacks. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I got two more. I'm going to touch up on this one. I don't need to say too much about him. Uh, Penny Mahomes, 8200 bucks versus Denver. Uh, since they played, I think, week seven, he had 12 points, his worst game this year versus Denver on the road at Denver, which mm-hmm. he uh, historically isn't the greatest in Denver. But uh, at home versus Denver, the last two games, 650 passing yards, six touchdowns. He's had 20-plus points every game this year. He's averaging 33.5 fantasy points with 14 touchdowns since that week seven bout. So Penny Mahomes, red hot. Expecting the beast, but like I said, eight two hundred bucks most expensive quarterback. Yeah, they actually changed up how they how how they were using Tyreek Hill too. So yeah, going to him the past couple of games. Him and uh, George, uh, not George Kittle. Him and Travis Kelsey are are top three in, in receiving yards. Jeez. Yeah, it's crazy. So I got one more quarterback. Do you have any? No, you can go ahead. All right. So I'm gonna name this quarterback afterwards. Uh, I'm gonna bring on the our guest just uh, to hear his thoughts because you know. He's the Rams insider. Give me Jared Goff, 5800 bucks versus the Cardinals. Uh, two games last year versus the Cardinals, he had over 700 passing yards and five touchdowns. Uh, I expect this game to be a high-scoring game. Vegas expects it. You know, I think it's 48-and-a-half over-under. Um, but I think Goff's going to, you know, have a pretty solid game versus Arizona. And, uh, you know, those wideouts are, you know, I think Cooper Cupper's press man coverage, which is what the Cardinals run, mm-hmm. uh, is historically very good. So I think Goff and Cup are going to get going. So, Let's go ahead and bring on the Rams insider, uh, Matthew. What up, though? He's good. Gentlemen, thanks for having you guys on. I appreciate it. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller in, so it's great to be officially <laughs> on the radar guide here. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, real quick, uh, let's just touch base on uh, your podcast, The Wheelman. So, yes, so basically we're, we're calling we're covering everything NASCAR news. Uh, it's off-season right now, so it's very uh, – very damn, very, very, you know, minute things going on here. But uh, once we roll into 2021, we'll get some new stuff out. But right now it's football season. I'm here ready to go, and I got some great stuff for you guys. All right, love it. So real quick, the wheelman, if you like NASCAR, if you're an avid NASCAR fan, if you're a beginning NASCAR fan, listen to this podcast because the, the things they talk about, you know, I've been watching NASCAR for three years. Some of the things they talk about, I'm like, what the fuck is that? So, <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we are self, we are self-proclaimed nerds, and we're here for the people to make guys some money. That's the big thing. We got winners. Yep, and they know what the hell they're talking about. So, All right, so give me your thoughts. Jared Goff, I like him this week, 5800 bucks, pretty cheap for quarterback. What do you think? 
So I'm actually fading almost every single player in that Cardinals-Rams game, and I'm actually with Vegas, and I think it's going to be the under this week. Uh, the main reason is, again, being a Rams fan, I do kind of pay attention to a lot of the nitty-gritty details and the play calls. And the big thing has been the last two losses for the Rams, Jared Goff has looked absolutely awful to the yeah. point that he has been called out by Sean McVay, which the first time in the Goff's young career that McVay has been on public record, like throwing the quarterback under the bus. Yeah. Uh, Goff had, I believe it was three turnovers last week for San Fran. Like there was inexcusable with like the fumbles and the, the pick six to Kinlaw. And you look back at the game versus Miami as well, which the Rams' previous loss that he just looked just, I think it was four turnovers, sloppy with the ball. I think the Rams are going to switch back to what we saw early in the season when they were just really trying to get the run going uh, with the, the three-headed backfield of Malcolm Brown, uh, Daryl Henderson, and Cam Akers, and then really work off play action, which costs them the best play action passes in the league. So I think you're going to see a lot more of that uh, ground and pound, the run sets up the pass, and then I see the Rams defense is number one in many statistics since like week four. And I think they can definitely be able to shut down Kyler Murray and then you have uh, Hopkins being locked down by Ramsey. He looks fantastic this season. So I think it's definitely a tough matchup for points. I I I actually like well everything you said there, but that's why I still like Jared Goff. Uh, I think it's I think this game could reminisce that Mexico <laughs> game where Goff went up against Mahomes, 2018. That's what I'm thinking. But you are the Rams insider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that game also was probably the best Monday Night Football game we'll ever see. I remember that game. That was uh, that was wild. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was actually still at the Coliseum. It was supposed to be in Mexico City, and then due to like, what? it was like a smog oh, yeah. or something. They you're moved right. it to, back you're to right. the Coliseum. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yep. All right. Cool. So real quick, couple notes on that. Last year, the Rams played Kyler twice. He did not do that good versus them. So he was a rookie. He's gotten better, but that's something to note. Another thing to note. I think DeAndre Hopkins last game versus Jalen Ramsey, 2018. He had. 14 catches for, like, 177 yards. Just yeah. something to note. Yeah. But, like you so, said, Ramsey and yeah. the Rams defense is a lot better than Jags defense. Ramsey and uh, Hopkins obviously have a huge history together, both being in the AFC South for uh, probably three or four years together. So they've, they've matched up against each other a lot. Uh, this Rams defense, they're very stingy. And one of the things I've been seeing, too, is they're number one in the league of having two deep safety looks. So it's just one of those things. They can still rush the passer, having Aaron Donald with a you know three, four, even being, if they have to blitz one guy, they can get pressure on the quarterback still. So it's one thing to look at. Another big thing too is the Rams have Jordan Fuller back, who is a uh, sixth round pick at Ohio State. He's been a huge difference maker. If anybody watched the Buccaneers game, he had two interceptions versus Tom Brady and was all over the field. So having him back in the deep safety definitely changes the Rams defense as well. There we go. Dig it. Love the stats from the Rams insider here. So. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to switch to running back here. This guy came back and led the NFL in targets last week, George. Ooh. My man, Austin Eckler. I got him bolded on my sheet as well. So, he, uh, yeah, he's he's keyed in as a, a must-start. Herbert leaned on him a lot last week um, against Buffalo. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't have to go in too far into it, but, you know, 11 catches. He has 16 targets. 85 yards, 11 catches. So give me Austin Eckler, 7,100 bucks. Yeah, something to note on that, New England always locks up the other team. They try to. Mm-hmm. Always lock up the other team's number one option. Which uh, is we Allen. both believe that it's Keenan Allen, so mm-hmm. expect Eckler. And, you know, and the Patriots just have a history of kind of struggling versus those receiving running backs. Yep. So yep. this year they're middle of the pack versus the running back, but uh, giving up like five catches a game. Yeah. Uh, so Austin Eckler, 7,100 bucks. I dig it. Uh, last year, I again, saw first game back from injury. 25 touches, 16 Oh, wait, I, I, I think George has you muted. Oh. <laughs> What's that? I, Go ahead, man. I, I was going to tell him one quick note from what it looked like I saw that the projection is they're going to have Stephon Gilmore covering Mike Williams. Mm. This is going to be the matchup. They're going to have Keen Allen a lot more in like the slot like he usually plays. And then the outside, like the extra receiver, they're going to have Gilmore out there. Yeah, I heard that as well. But in the past, Gilmore has locked in on Keenan Allen. Okay. Uh, I think a couple years he got crossed up on him when Keenan Allen had like a nice 43-yard touchdown versus him. So, so yeah, I like Eckler. Uh, another guy I like, Wayne Goleman, 5600 bucks. I told you there'd be a Giants player I do like. Uh, Goleman versus Seattle, 5600 a little more expensive. Uh, his price is creeping up there, but he's had five straight games with a touchdown. So 
He's railed. Seattle's rushing defense has allowed seven touchdowns the last five games to the running back. So the Giants got to score somehow, and I don't really see Colt McCoy, you know, chucking four touchdowns. So even if they get 20 points, you know, 14 points, 20 is a lot. 14 points, you know, expect Gallman to do some work on the ground. All right. Yeah, I have Wayne Gallman in my lineup, so I'm not going to mention him. Um, a guy I like this week coming in at 5500 bucks. Going up against Detroit Lions, he's only two hundred dollars more than what he performed last week against Green Bay. So give me David Montgomery. I'm starting this, starting him this week because I'm trying to go for points lead. As I already locked up my number one seed in my uh, fantasy league. Um, last time he played against the Lions, he only scored eight points, believe it or not. But I think it's going to be a little bit different this time around. So give me David Montgomery. That was week one too yeah. when he came in the season injured. Yeah. So uh, same guy said last week. Another I love him this week. Uh, Nick Chubb, seventy seven hundred bucks. His price is going up, but uh, he plays the Titans. His defense isn't the greatest. Uh, last three games since injury, nineteen over nineteen touches, over one hundred fourteen ga- yards every game. Uh, the last three weeks, the Titans defense has allowed Naeem Hines to get over seventeen twice, and J.K. Dobbins score eighteen. So mm. Hines obviously does a lot of his work on the in the air, but uh, he did have seventy rushing yards and a touchdown against him in one of the matchups. So Nick Chubb, they're feeding him. It's getting cold. You got Chubb versus Henry in that game. Expect a lot of rushing attempts. Yeah, I was going to say one thing about that game. Uh, believe it or not, since Nick Chubb has returned, they's 51-49 split, but Kareem Hunt has had the most uh, – had the more splits as far as snaps goes. Um, red zone snap, Kareem Hunt has had more snaps. And then touches inside the 10-yard line, it's been Hunt. But Nick Chubb seems to be breaking those big r- yards or so. Yeah, and last week, Chubb, uh, I think he had – Four of the five yeah. runs inside the yeah, yeah, yeah. The week, so the two weeks before, two weeks beforehand, it, it, yeah, it was all hunt, but it switched last week. It just, I guess, it's about yeah. matchup. If yeah, you guys look at what the Cleveland usually does, is they have trouble break off a late big run trying to like you know run the clock out, but then he'll have like the lead back for the the, the main drive that once that red zone. It's almost like he already had four or five touches those long drives. They pull him out for Hunt. Then Hunt also gives you a little more versatility in the passing game. I know Chud's been pitching in uh, one or two catches a game recently, but Hunt's definitely a superior uh, route runner and catcher on the backfield, so that's why I think you're seeing a lot more uh, or keeping that split around 50-50. But Chubb, I agree with. You can lock him up for 20 touches a week now that he's fully healthy. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, Real quick, uh, Baker Mayfield hasn't thrown an interception in four weeks. Hey, man. Wow, applause to he's him. He's lucky to throw a touchdown a week as well. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's Aaron's boy, top 10 uh, quarterback this year, y'all. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. I, I, got, I, got, well, I, got, I got one running back as a sleeper here. Go ahead, go ahead. And it's going to be uh, it's definitely a very biased pick here. But I'm thinking Cam Akers, this is finally the week. We got a little snippet of it last week when he broke like a 60-yard runoff. But – I think this is the week. I thought he was going to be the starter pre, or I guess I start the season off. He got banged up early, and then Henderson really took over. But Henderson has never been the same since his hamstring injury. Akers has had basically like nine carries every single game since he's back from injury. And that committee backfield, it might start turning to more of like, we'll give Akers a chance. Like I touched on earlier with the Rams, I think they're going to really focus on the run game and the play action this week. I think this is the week you see Akers maybe hit that uh, 15 touches, 100 yards, and maybe a touchdown. But I think you see a lot more volume out of him and going forward the rest of the season. Could win some fantasy uh, championships here as he's probably available on a lot of waiver wires. He's been useless this year before this. Mm. Okay. And you've seen him on our waiver reports. So. Yeah, you have seen him on our waiver report. See, so. I didn't know that. We're on the same page here. Like, he's definitely someone that he, he's like a, a breakout star waiting to happen here. Oh, yeah. And real quick, two things I want to add. Well, I want to add another running back, and I just want to make a quick comment. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers might be the best play-action passer this year. Uh, I do not have that in front of me, but it would not surprise me. Rodgers has been probably top three or four in the, any category for passing. He yeah. looks like a vintage Rodgers this season. Yeah, love to see it. But As I, I said, just wanted to throw that out there. I think, know, I, think they, a little bit. I think they pissed him off by drafting Jordan Love. So That's not a bad move. Oh, you guys want a hot take? Talking about being undervalued right now, they have the Packers at 10-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. That is something where I look at you have a top MVP candidate quarterback you have each skill position level, you have an elite player, you have a great offensive line, and then defensively, if Kenny Clark's back, you have one of the best cornerbacks in Jair Alexander, you get to Darius about the edge, I think they have all the 
formula, the recipe to come out of the NFC, especially with uh, it's kind of wide open right now, is all the teams have some sort of faults. I think Green Bay is the most complete team. Like you're saying, get a motivated Rodgers at 10 to 1 odds. That's great, especially I think they're the third highest odds for an NFC team. But like to me, that's way undervalued. They're a team to look definitely on the stretch here. Boom. Love to hear that. I got them before week one at 30 to 1 odds, shockingly. So. Damn, I see. That, that's where sometimes being a homer and a big Packers fan helps you out there. Just the blind oh, yeah. loyalty. Just keep on picking them. They'll win eventually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, shoot. You, oh, did, I say, did I say Naeem Hines already? You, no. <laughs> okay, well, Naeem Hines. All right. <laughs> all right. 300 all right. bucks. 300 bucks? 53. Oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> this is a Monday night showdown? <laughs> yeah. play the Texans. Uh, this is obviously if Taylor's out, Hines – I, even maybe with Taylor, yeah, in, Taylor, in, yeah. Taylor with COVID, Hines really, you know, he had more, you know, the past three weeks he's been real hot. So mm-hmm. uh, last three games, Houston's allowed two running backs to score 10 points each. Uh, in the last three games, Hines has 28 rush attempts, 20 targets with 16 catches. So yeah, he's hot. Uh, Houston, you know, Deshaun Watson's a beast. So they might, you know, even without Fuller, mm-hmm. they might be able to score some points and kind of keep that game competitive. Well, speaking of Houston, wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Fifty six hundred bucks going up against against Indy. Um, he hasn't Cooks hasn't had stellar stats the past couple games. Um, Thirteen points, twelve and a half points, nine points. But without Will Fuller taking the bulk of the targets, um, I think they'll lean on Cooks a little bit more. So, sorry, fifty six hundred bucks, give me Cooks. All right. So I did something different here for a while. I got. Ten wideouts listed. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I'm I'm not gonna go too in depth, but narrow that down, for, narrow that down for the people. Hey, I give the people what they want to hear. Then at that point, it's on them who they want to take. All right, so you name. So <laughs> this is what we do here. You name. You name the guys you highly on. You get two yeah. guys like we always do, and then after I name my guy, you just rattle off. Okay. Is is is, is your must on player a wide receiver? Yes. Okay. That's later. In okay. The show. All right. I just want to make sure. All right. All right. So wide receiver. Allen Robinson, sixty-seven hundred bucks versus mm-hmm. lie downs. Um, <laughs> five games versus Detroit. He has twenty-seven catches, four hundred yards, three touchdowns since joining the Bears. Right. That's obviously always with suspect uh, quarterback play, but the Lions' defense is worse than you know they've ever been. George, so, I actually want to back you up here, at the Allen Robinson. I have some more stats. It's one of the prop bets that I like in Vegas. Here, they currently have the over/under Allen Robinson catches at five and a half. Give me the over all day long. Oh, yeah. With Mitch Trubisky as his quarterback this season, he's had over nine targets in all three games. Dating back to last season with Trubisky at quarterback, he's had he's caught over those uh, five passes in nine of his last 14. Uh, Lions have Desmond Trufant out and Jeff Lekulski is out as well. I think just Robinson is going to eat. Trubisky got the greatest quarterback, but they definitely have some uh, experience together. I All on Aylen Robinson as well. Love it, and he's third in the NFL in targets this year. So that was my that was my stat. I have Allen Robinson as well. So yeah, so we're all very high on him. All right, six seven hundred bucks not super expensive. No, I'm gonna give you a, a top receiver, George Devontae Adams. Do I need to say more? I don't. Darius Slay got lit up, lit up by DK Metcalf. Expect uh, Devontae Adams to be feasting all over that. He wants to prove he's the number one wide receiver in the NFL. So. So a couple things on that. That is my must-own player this week, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams. Last week, they didn't give Slay any help versus DK Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> he went off. Uh, let's say this about Slay, in all fairness. Most of those passes, he was right there. But it's still Mac, it's still DK Metcalf. So. Yeah, so a couple, and a couple other things. So Doug Peterson just said he's hopeful that Slay plays on Sunday. So oh if he's dealing with any kind of injury, that's not good. Um Adams obviously has a lot of familiarity with the Slay from his time in Detroit. Since 2016, when the quarterback targets Devontae Adams uh, with, you know, Slay on him, he has an 82% catch rate and a 133.9 pass rating. Yeah, so. So, yep. you don't need to tell Rodgers that. He'll be locked in on Adams regardless, but yeah. Slay can't guard him. Shocker. He's yeah. a great cornerback. He's there most plays. It's just, I mean, you're going to get a good receiver. They're going to catch the ball 99% of the time. All right, you want to just wrap, just rapid fire your – other yeah. receivers, because I, I mean, I can, I can give you one more receiver actually. We'll, we'll hear yours. I think Matthew might have one. Matthew, I got one, but I'm curious. I actually want to hear your rapid fire after Aaron throws his out. I'm curious to see this laundry list of okay. which guys are going to break oh, out. Well, I was, I was on, so I have Robert Woods actually. Um, he's actually been the target 
majority of the t- the the bulk of the targets for um the Rams. And I, I actually think this game's gonna be pretty high scoring, so that's why I have them at fifty nine hundred bucks. But let's hear George's uh spiel. All right. I'll hit you with the rapid fire. Uh some of these, like I said, I'm not gonna need to say much, but I'll still give you what I got. Tyreek Hill, ninety one hundred bucks versus uh, Denver. Four touchdowns in the last three games versus Denver and uh, the last five games, nine touchdowns with 95 yards in four or five games. So mm-hmm. He's red hot. Mm-hmm. Expect the Chiefs to drop a 30-40 bow on uh, Denver. Jarvis Landry, 6200 bucks versus the Titans. Tennessee allows second most uh, receiving yards to the slot. Uh, you saw Landry at the Jags, I think, last week allowed the most. So mm-hmm. expect Landry to have another good game. Obviously, you know, proceed with caution because Baker sucks. Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Thirty uh sixty nine hundred bucks versus the Jags. Uh he hit runs in the slot thirty six percent of the time this year. As I just mentioned, Jarvis Landry, yeah. Jalen Reynolds, forty two hundred bucks versus the Cardinals, six plus targets in five straight games. So he's averaging eleven points over the last six games. Forty forty two hundred bucks, you know, pretty good option. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Obviously uh, Matthew will not agree, but uh guy I'm real big on, Kiki Kuti. Thirty five hundred bucks versus the Colts. Uh, he stepped up last uh, last week with uh, as a third wideout. I think he only had three catches, but uh, he yeah. now jumps up to number two. He played with Watson a couple years in a row. Yep, yep. He has, uh, yep. good history. So, yeah. Uh, Andy Isabella, if Larry Fitzgerald does not return from the COVID list, thirty two hundred bucks versus the Rams. Uh, last week, career high in targets, six targets, and he played fifty five percent of snaps. Mm-hmm. I'll look for him. You know, if they do have to throw, obviously, uh, he could be a decent option for only thirty two hundred bucks. Yeah. Mooney, thirty four hundred bucks. Fuller oh. killed Detroit deep last week. Yep. Trubisky, I think, tried to throw like a hundred air yards to Mooney. Obviously, he didn't complete too many, but uh, no, no. But yeah, I like that one too. Since week three, he has five targets in every game but one. Yeah, uh, and he has two games with nine targets and one game at eleven. So they want to target him. Trubisky targeted him nine times last week. So look for Mooney to have a solid game. Two more, real quick. Mims, forty one hundred bucks versus the Raiders. Uh, he's had seven-plus targets in four or five games, and the Jets are starting to throw downfield. And uh, De- Demir Bird, 3900 bucks versus the Chargers, 24 targets in his last three games. He's been rolling. I said him last week. I had, thought he'd get 100 yards. Hot take. It failed, but whatever. Yep. Whew. All right. All right, Matt, really quick. So he actually did. George did have one that I really liked, and that's Denzel Mims. Okay. Uh, since actually really getting the lineup here, as George mentioned, he's been basically getting – Seven or more targets every game. Uh, I was really high on Jamison Crowder last week when Sam Darnold got put back in the lineup, but it looked like that the offense now is a little more balanced and it's not just Crowder getting 15 targets in the slot. I think Mims has been a direct benefactor of that. Uh, you also brought up the uh, air yards, and Mims is top – since he's been playing, he's top five in the league in the air yards. I think he definitely is due for a big game, especially with the Raiders' very shaky secondary. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, tight end. Okay, let me give, let me give my tight end real quick. Uh, Darren Waller. He burned me last week because uh, David Carr. Sorry, Derek. I know it's Derek Carr. I'm gonna keep going. David Carr to performance better, but uh, I expect the bounce back week from from this team against the Jets. So uh, Darren Waller, sixty one hundred bucks. I got him slotted in. Who you, who you liking, George? Yeah, something to know on Waller. He's the second tight end pretty much all year. Yeah. He's only gone over 50 receiving yards four times this year. Yeah. It's crazy, right? But, you know, but David had... Carr sucks inconsistent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very inconsistent. Up and down. His games go up and down with, with his quarterback play. So Yeah. All right, who you got tight end? Uh, TJ Hawkinson, five grand. Big hot. Bears. Yeah. Uh, he's had 50 yards or a touchdown in every game this year but one, over nine fantasy points in every yep. game but one. Proven, uh, proven that draft pick uh, was 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 worth it so far. Yeah. So yeah. Chicago's giving up the third most points far. to the tight end. Oh. He had 16 points earlier, you know, week one versus the Bears. Yeah. You know, all sides point to Hawkinson having a pretty good game. All right. Um, and then you mentioned my must-own player, Tyreek Hill. Um, like I said, I, uh, well, that was my must-own player, but you missed him. Um, they've been using him a little bit differently uh, recently. So um, I expect another big game out of them. To they're, It's like a wide receivers race right now between all the top guys. Like they're trying to prove that they're the best. So – can, yeah. I, can I play devil's advocate on Tyreek Hill? No, you're not allowed. This is the week that I would fade Tyreek Hill just off of how well he played. I know he's on a heater right now, but how well he played last week in the stats, I think it's going to be a lot of recency bias that his price and ownership is going to be a little overinflated. And I think I'd much rather have like Devontae Adams, who's a consistent like 25 points PPR, where I know Hill's up there as well, but I think because of last week, 
people are going to want to be like, make sure you have Tyreek Hill in your lineup. And my team's going to be a dud, but I think I'd rather have Adams over Hill. Yeah, I would say Tyreek Hill's really only had one bad game this year, and it was against Buffalo. Um, yeah, this is the highest he's been. He's, he's His price has jumped up. And I I definitely know that there's gonna be some recency bias, but I just I just think they're I think I think I just I just think he's out to prove something, and so is Mahomes. I just feel like they're just because they've been throwing the ball a lot more the past couple of weeks, no matter yeah, if they're throwing teams out. Like so. you said, he's had nine touchdowns his last five games. That's just unsustainable. Yeah, thirteen especially. touchdowns or fourteen touchdowns on a year total. Yeah, so yeah. it's definitely a boomer bust pick. I like it because like when you're, when you're paying nine grand for a receiver, you need to make sure they're a consistent threat, and he has been. I just think Adams is a much much safer pick is by based off targets. Yeah, hundred bucks can't go off that. Um, I think it's a hundred bucks difference between the two. Yep. Uh, and I do agree. More people are probably gonna have Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I agree. But uh, if you, I, I, yeah, if you, it depends what format you're in. But I, I yeah, that, I, that, I that's just yeah my thinking on it. I don't know. Like I said Tyreek Hill could also could do what he did last week and get hundred or two hundred yards in the first quarter. No, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't expect him to put up sixty points. I expect him at least put up yeah. twenty or thirty points to justify that value. A defense this week, George. Slow down, slow down, Aaron. I still got tight ends in there. Do you? I thought you already <laughs> named it. I mean, <laughs> I named one. Hey, we, name, we name one every week. I got four. Jesus. <laughs> well, and I'm giving you guys a lot of options because we're high on Devonte Adams. We're high on Tyreek. All right, all right. Very expensive guys. Okay. So I'm trying to name a lot of cheap. This guys. is the bargain bin. I did it. Yeah, I, I got okay. I got a bargain bin tight end, but you're you're gonna name them, so go ahead. So a uh, real quick, just I mean, not a, obviously a bargain, but a Dallas Goddard, forty three hundred bucks versus the Bears. I mean the Packers. Since the bye week, uh, he's led the league in targets at tight end, second most routes run, and second in targets inside the 10. So, mm. God, George, look for him to, you know. George, does, does it scare you at all that Zach Ertz is officially activating and be playing this week? That the, the two tight end sets, you might see some less throws to Goddard and more evenly split out the Ertz. Might, so. That only helps Goddard, I think. Yeah. So, okay. the team has to focus on more. I mean, Ertz has been a bag. I know it's from having multiple fantasy leagues, but I just wanted to throw it out there. No, I didn't know he was officially active. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, always good to have a third guy on here. So, A <laughs> uh, couple other guys. Cole Komet, 2500 bucks, the minimum versus the Lions. He outsnapped Jimmy Graham last week, 54 to 24. He yeah. ran double the routes Jimmy Graham did. He is the Bears tight end now. So, rookie Cole Komet uh, trending up. So, from Notre Dame. Yep, 2500 bucks. And another guy... Aikens, I don't know his first name, <laughs> for Houston. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan Aikens. <laughs> 2900 bucks versus the Colts. Uh, he had two end zone targets last week. His only two targets didn't get a catch. But uh, Houston runs a lot of two tight end sets yeah. with Fuller out, expecting to run a lot more. And yeah. uh, Aikens, you know, I'm surprised you didn't say Darren Fells. I think Aikens is the more preferred option. He, he's Receiving the... Fells is a probably better red zone target. Yeah, okay. And who else you got? One more. Whew, that's all my tight ends. Oh, so. had, oh. <laughs> um, no Robert Tunyon? No, I had I did have him on there. I took him off. Oh, okay. Well, Because, you know, first price, you, I think you paid 300 more bucks for Goddard, and I like Goddard a lot more. No, Tunyon's cheaper. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You pay a couple more hundred bucks and get Dale's Goddard. Oh, okay. I thought you said Tunyon was more expensive. I was like, what? Yeah. All right, defense. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I got two. Jets versus the Raiders. Yep, that's 2100 bucks. The last two games, the Jets' defense has had nine and eight points. If they give me five, I'm happy with it. And uh, Carr is terrible. So, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's David or Derek. This might be the this might be the, the Jets win this week. <laughs> All right, who else you got? Is that your defense? Yeah. Okay, one other one, real quick. New England versus the Chargers. Interesting. Uh, twenty four hundred bucks for the Patriots D. Uh, the last three weeks, Chargers defense has allowed eight points a week. You know, Belichick versus rookie quarterbacks. You know. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. That defense obviously isn't the same, but nope. if the Patriots can get you for twenty four hundred bucks, you know, eight points, I'll take it. Yep. All right. Uh, jump to the trivia. Yep, trivia time. So we're gonna get our guest involved here. He probably oh, will know this. I probably will not. Well, uh, well, Georgia had a pretty good trivia uh, question last week. Um, just a quick note: I'm, I'm, I had to do some math in my head to not include this one guy uh, that I want that. Technically, on this site, was the number one guy, but it was, he was a quarterback, so I switched it up. That's it's been normally quarterbacks, but this happened in 2013. 2013. The clue is this guy had a reality show with his famous wife, Jay Cutler. Close, no, not Jay Cutler. Smoking Jay. Hmm. What do you What do you think, Matt? That's that's just the first one. Uh, Jesse Palmer. 
All I can think of, wait, you said it was a quarterback? No, 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 no. It's not. I didn't say who. I didn't say what position oh. it was. I said this player had a f- uh, reality show with his uh, famous wife. I keep on thinking Terrell Owens for some reason. He's, he was never married. Oh, he had a TV show, though. It wasn't like a VHR. I did not know that, man. He was never married. <laughs> All right. So, Matt was thinking it right. It was a wide receiver. It, Is it was it a wide Chad? receiver. 2013. 2013. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Let me know if you want to give me one more clue. I will. Is it Hank Basket? <laughs> no. He doesn't have that smoke. <laughs> Remember that guy? Yeah, that guy was never. The only reason good. I know him because uh, his wife was really hot. Playboy. Only Playboy. reason I know that name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, want another clue? Because you guys are way off. I'm throwing great guesses out here. These guys. You all are. You are. George is. George is stumped. Um, <laughs> the guy played. <laughs> he played for the Denver Broncos. And he signed a massive deal after this year to play with the Jets. Is it Brandon oh, Marshall? Marshall. Yeah. No. Eric oh, Decker. it's Eric Decker. Yeah, he got it. Eric Decker. Yeah, yeah. 49 wife, fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, this week? Yeah, this week in 2013. Eight catches, 173 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, 49 points. In the, in the last decade, I'm not going all the way back to like 1980 where Gail Sarius put up 80 <laughs> points. <laughs> so this was when uh Pey- this is like the height of the Peyton Manning, right? It's the seven touchdown season. This is when he was throwing like yeah. what was it fifty five touchdowns in the whole year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had Decker, uh Wes Darius, Walker, Wes Walker and Demarius Thomas and Julius, and Julius Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, yep, moving on. I love it. I mean I got it eventually. I appreciate the the extra hints there. And yeah. uh George, I need better for you next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of scrubs like Jesse Palmer. Yeah, I might know. All right, yeah. anyway, so NFL picks. Week 12 was a great week for your boy, the fantasy G. Now, let me say this. I'm not giving you the Ravens pick. Oh, bullshit. No, I'm not, I bro. commented on Instagram. Uh, and I said, no, you can't have that. Okay, no. and I said, if you listen back, I said, I'm taking the Ravens because of Lamar Jackson. Okay, and Lamar Jackson didn't play. So. Exactly, so I'm not taking the Ravens. Yeah, you ain't, what, what if it Anyways, all right, pipe down. <laughs> week 12, your boy went 13-3. and three. Uh, Not your boy went 10-6. and six. I gained two games on him. All I can say is you went twelve and four. <laughs> I gained two games on him. All right. Wait, how'd you go thirteen and three? Was that was that was that many games last week? You want me to pull it up there? There was sixteen games there last week. There was sixteen week. games last yeah, week? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah, My man took the Bears, he took the Jags, he took the Cowgirls. Mm-hmm. Possibly three of the worst teams in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You lead it off, sir. All right, Saints at Falcons. Ooh. Ooh, do it. You know you want to do it. Nah, Saints defense too good. Like I said, they lit up Falcons, got like eight sacks last time they played. Give me the Saints. Yeah, give me the Saints too. Um, But I expect it to be close. What do you think, Matt? I got Saints as well. Uh, I think Atlanta kind of ruined their upset week last week. I don't think they can do it back-to-back weeks as home dogs. Uh, Kamara only has one catch. In the last two games combined, I think get him going a little bit, but I do like the Saints as well. All right. Detroit at uh, Chicago. Give me Chicago because I think Detroit's going to lose the rest of their games, hopefully. So, yeah. George? Um, Yeah, I'll take uh, Yeah, I'll take the Bears. Uh, I'm going another road game. I'm going Lions here. My sole reason is because they fired Patricia. That was a very popular move, move within the organization slash locker room. I think it's going to inspire the boys a little bit. I'm going Lions, even without Galladay. All right, Matthew, take the next one. Uh, next game, we got Cleveland-Tennessee. This is going to be a big ground-and-pound game. This I went back and forth this game a few times, but I still think Tennessee, because I really haven't seen Cleveland beat like, like a playoff contender this season, so I'm going Tennessee. Uh, yeah, give me Tennessee, because I think uh, this is Derrick Henry season, uh, November-December game, yep. so give me uh, Tennessee. If the game was at the dog pound, I would take the Browns. Not like it matters this year, but Miles Garrett back, but still give me the Titans. That's a good. That's actually a great point, George. Uh, having Miles Garrett back, and then for defense and offense, they got a uh, Teller back a couple weeks ago, along with Chubb. You've seen their offense pick back up. Garrett back on defense. The Browns definitely are a little sneakier now with uh, everyone healthy. Yeah, I like that, but Baker sucks. <laughs> Bengals at Dolphins. Give me the fins. I don't think Bengals are probably going to win another game this year. I'm bad. What do you think? Oh, it's Miami. This could be the biggest blowout of the week, especially if it's Magic plays. Uh, if Tua's in, I'm a little more worried, but I would hammer the under in that game if Tua plays because there would be no points scored. 
If it's Magicson, I think it's going to be like a 17 point game, similar to what we saw last week with the Dolphins and Jets. Yeah, I, I was. Don't sleep on Cincinnati. Uh, I'm sleeping on Cincinnati. Their, their quarterback didn't play terrible last week, but yeah, give me the fins. Um, their quarterback's Brandon Allen, and I can yeah. stop there. And <laughs> their, their offense is a mess right now. I, yeah. I just Miami. Also, a side note here. I think Brian Flores is the most underrated coach in the NFL. Those boys be ready to play. Hey, all I said was the Lions hired the wrong uh, coordinator uh, from the Patriots. Uh, yeah. Minnesota against Jacksonville. Yeah, give me Minnesota because um, Mike Glennon yep. is, is not that good. So, yeah, give me Minnesota. Minnesota. No no, no stats needed. It's Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, I thought about putting Mike Glennon on my QB's 4800 bucks, but, no, nah, he's trash. <laughs> of course he did. Jags are trash. Vikings. Uh, Vegas at the Jets. Yeah, you know, Carr, I think we'll have a good bounce back game. Give me the Raiders. <sighs> yeah, give me the Raiders. I don't want to because the Jets, their Jets aren't good, but the Raiders aren't either. Uh, so, give me the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going Vegas as well. Similar to the Atlanta thing, uh, Vegas got upset last week after the emotional Sunday night game versus Kansas City that they lost. I think it's going to be a, a classic get-right game, especially the playoff bubble tightening. They need to win this. I'm going Vegas. Again, they might even cover the 9.5, but I like Vegas in a, a big win here. All right, Indy at Houston. Lead us off, Matthew. This game, I'm going to tentatively – Pick Houston, or, uh, Indy in a close game. If DeForest Buckner is officially off the COVID list, which has not happened yet, I'll take Indy in a landslide. But right now, I'm going to take Indy in a close one. Is that me? Yep. Okay. I was hoping it was on you first. But give me Indy. Yeah, I'm saying I want to take Houston. Me too. Man, I did. So. I did want to take Houston, but I, no. Give me Indy because they, they lost last week. We had bounced back game. Rams at Cardinals. Ooh. This will be potentially the game of the week. Uh, Matthew's not going to like it. Give me the cards. You know, they came off a loss last week versus New England. Like I said, he didn't play well versus the Rams last year. I think he'll uh, lead the team to victory. Matt, what do you think? I think the Rams defense travels. That's been that's, that's really been the backbone of the Rams team this year. Uh, the Cardinals have been a really weird team. I think we all can agree watching them. Like, they – They'll look great one drive, and then it looks like Kyler Murray's never seen NFL defense the next drive. Uh, just having Donald the inside, having uh, Hopkins on Ram- and Ramsey locked up, I think Rams win a close one here. But I agree, I think it's definitely going to be a very interesting game all the way throughout. Yeah, give me the Rams just because Aaron Donald. That's, that's, all I, that's why I'm picking the Rams. Uh, Real quick, you know who doesn't travel well? Golf. Golf, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, G-Man versus Seattle. I mean, Seattle? Colt McCoy is their quarterback for G-Man, so whatever. Give me Seattle. Yeah, Seattle at home against Colt McCoy. Uh, there's, you don't need any stats, just these right Seattle there. Yep, Seattle. Philly at Green Bay. Let's see if Aaron picks against Green Bay again two weeks in a row. Give me the Packers, baby. Go, Pack, go. Yeah, I'm not picking against Green Bay again, so give me Green Bay. Yeah, it's the same. Green Bay. Like I said, I think they're a, like a Super Bowl, not even dark horse. I think they almost are a favorite. I'm going Green Bay again, big versus Philly. Well, I have Chiefs um, Green Bay Super Bowl, so. So do I. Everybody probably does. Well, maybe not Green Bay, but Chiefs. No, yeah. Matt, uh, you got the next uh, one. Next one, I got Patch Chargers here. This one's very interesting. So you have Belichick versus a rookie quarterback. Chargers only play one-score games. I think it's like their uh, organization motto. But I actually are going to stick with the Chargers. I think the Patriots are frauds. I'm going to use the F word there. They are frauds. They're not good. Cam Newton, love the guy, does not look good. I'm worried they're going to be running the ball down Chargers' throat, but I just like Herbert in the defense with Bosa. Uh, I'm going with three sacks last week. I'm going Chargers. George, I think so. Yep. Uh, I'll take the Patriots. Sorry, I'm running late for a meeting trying to reschedule. <laughs> uh, you know, I do agree the Patriots aren't that good, but I don't think the Chargers are either, so I'll take the Patriots. Um, give me the Chargers. This is where I gain a game. Um, I think it's a bounce-back game for Anthony Lynn and his football team. Uh, I think they're better than what they showed against um, the Buffalo. Bills. Yeah. Speaking so of which, that that end of the game, the way they handled it was some of the worst clock management. You might as well have Andy Reader head coach. That was yeah. Brilliant. Anthony Lynn is 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 uh, still I think still learning on the job. I think I think I think it's a good coach. I think the players like to play for him, but they lose too many close games. But yeah. speaking uh, of Lynn, last work, work last thing on Lynn there, I agree with you. I think he's gonna lose his job this year, but he's a guy who I would hire instantly mm-hmm. as an assistant somewhere because he was great in Buffalo as a running backs coach before Chargers. So he's definitely a guy I want to bring back, but head coaching has been a little like too much on his plate. For sure. Um, 
Denver, Kansas City. Give me Kansas City, especially uh, well, obviously Denver's getting their quarterbacks back. They should not have played that game last week. The NFL dropped the ball there. Um, but give me Kansas City. Kansas City. I yeah. got no stats needed. Washington at Pitt. Uh, Washington at Pittsburgh. I, I'm going with Pittsburgh here just because it's hard to pick against a team that's, well 11-0 now. Uh, Washington has, with Alex Smith, will throw the most three-yard passes you've ever seen. Their front seven's pretty stout, but I still think it's too much in Pittsburgh. Uh, I think they go 12 and 0 here. So me? Yeah. All right. Me, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I want to take Washington bad. I really do. Oh, that's why I wanted to see you go first to see if you take him. No. Because I had a feeling George might have taken Washington. I want to, but yeah, like. I want to, too. I feel like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Pittsburgh. You know what? Give me Washington. Nice. Well, George, you just lost a game in the standings. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, Pittsburgh lost Bud Dupree. Um, oh, the Their front still, their defense is great. But, give but me Washington, Terry, Washington, Terry Washington, and Gibson. Washington's front Washington, seven also real good. Washington's sleepy, man. Or a, a sleeper for sure. Yeah. Sleeping giant. Yeah, you, you fall asleep watching their offense. Well, yeah, but their defense is what you want yeah, to see. Yeah, exactly. Pittsburgh's uh, defense is number one in the league in sacks, inter- or, yeah, interceptions, and points allowed. I think that that's going to be the bigger issue for Washington. Yeah, Gibson has been on a tear, though, so not saying he's going to dominate, but yeah, I'll probably lose a the game there, but whatever. Well, well, you got this one, next one right here. Buffalo at San Fran, Monday Night Football. Ooh. San Fran is playing better. They're getting their weapons back. I do like Buffalo a lot. But you're taking San Fran. Give me Buffalo. In a close game. I think that'll be a real good game. But Nick Mullins. Give me San Fran. I'm going Buffalo. Uh, I looked at San I actually picked San Fran last week against the Rams. For anyone saying I'm a, for first, uh, first time hearing me on this, I'm a big Rams guy, like bias I am. I thought it was a trap game for the Rams, but I think Buffalo is just a better team, better quarterbacks than carry here. I like Buffalo in this game. All right. I, I, I had San Fran, like I said. Make sure George wrote that down. I did that, really. Uh, the Tuesday game, well, I almost forgot about this one, but it's Baltimore. So give me Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going Baltimore as well. That game is hopefully Lamar is good to go because I cannot watch a Andy Dalton versus RG3 game. Whoa, so, what about Trace or, Even worse. <laughs> e- even worse. Uh, I'm, I, Baltimore. That's, I don't know. Hopefully they get their D-line back and all our COVID guys back, but I'm going Baltimore. Yeah. Um, games on Tuesday, we're not going to know who's in, who's out for Baltimore. For that reason, I'm going to stick with the pick regardless of injuries, COVID, whatever. Give me the Cowgirls. What? Nice. I didn't gain two games this week. I appreciate it. George is all on the NFC East this week. He thinks there's their side. (laughs) Really starting up some Ws. You you picked the G-Men? No. No, he didn't pick the G-Men. Okay. No, he picked Washington Washington over Pittsburgh and Dallas over Baltimore, though. I mean, I can't really hate the Washington pick. I mean, I'm telling you, don't sleep on Washington. Dallas, they had some time to prepare. I think Baltimore, you know, this shit's all messing with them. They almost... Yeah. Threatened to sit out uh, the Wednesday game. You know, I'm not George, you should know from personal experience, Mike McCarthy's great at preparing for teams and making great, efficient offenses. Yeah, true. <laughs> hey, McCarthy's garbage. He defended <laughs> punt call. Fourth yeah, and 10 out of 20, he yeah. defended it, so it was a good play call. Yeah, whatever. Should we do hot takes first, or we do uh, let uh do some uh... – Let's see if we got parlays. I don't didn't write any. I know Matthew's a big betting guy. He's been hot lately. Yeah, I didn't really like this week's schedule very much. The main thing that's really weird you don't see in Vegas very often is you have so many, like, super heavyweight favorites. Uh, like, just the lines I'm looking at right now, you have Miami's 11.5, Minnesota's 10.5, Vegas on the road 9.5, Seattle's 10, Kansas City's 13.5. Having five games at, like, 10 points or more really definitely, like, limits what you can do with things. Like, if you want to take the points or you think it's going to be a blowout. So I actually was more interested in the player props this week, and there were a few that really stood out to me. I touched on – they're all about, like, your uh, even money. Uh, So they're all between, like, like minus 120 and plus 120. But I liked Aaron uh, Aaron Robertson, the over five-and-a-half catches. I know we guys, we kind of touched on that earlier. Uh, Staying in that same game, I love Trubisky over 15 and a half rushing yards. So he'll get 16 more rushing yards. Uh, 
you date you date back to his uh, last year in his last ten games as a starting quarterback. He's had over fifteen yards in seven of the ten games. He had ten rushing yards last week, so it was almost eight times. I think that's just a very simple one scramble, easy to pick up for him. Maybe they use some more design runs uh, against the Lions here. Those are two prop bets that stick out for me. Uh, another quick two I have is the Cam Akers over 32 and a half rushing yards. Uh, seven games this season, he's been over 32 and a half five times since coming back from his injury. He's done it three out of four games. Like I said, I think the Rams will go back to more run oriented. I think he's be the biggest benefactor of that. 32 yards is not a lot of yards to get, or it's 33 yards to get for the over. And then finally, my last one is Aaron Jones gets a rushing touchdown, which is plus money. Uh, when he has in his career, when he has ten plus carries, he has thirty three rushing touchdowns in thirty six games. I think he's due for another one or two. You're seeing Jamal steal some, but I think Aaron Jones is definitely a nice bet to get a rushing touchdown this week. Those are four prop bets I absolutely love this week. All right, I dig it. I think you know the only one I'm unsure about Trubisky, but you had some stats to back it up. I think the other three are for sure. You know, good bets. Aaron, you have yeah. any bets? Uh oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> I got. I was reading the work email. This guy's looking at work email. He's <laughs> cutting his nails during the show. What is? What was I doing? doing? I was not cutting my nails, bro. Yeah. Don't be lying to me like that. We'll run the record back. All right. So, uh, one game I like this week is the over under of the Chicago Detroit game. Um, it's uh forty five is what I'm hearing. Is that yeah. right now? Yeah, I see forty four and a half. So yeah, it it varies, but that's correct. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to take the over in that game. Um, I think that's going to be a, a nice scoring game. I do like. I'm, that's that's. Just, I'm gonna just do a three three parlay. So that's one that I like. Um, India or Houston's getting three and a half when I'm against Indian Indianapolis. Give me Houston in the points. I'll take that. And then last but not least, Minnesota's giving t- uh ten to Jacksonville. Give me Jacksonville. I think that game's gonna be uh, a lot closer than expected. So give me Jacksonville in the points. So I guess I'll just make a parlay just because, you know, while I'm on the show, I might as well, you know, what went in Rome here situation. Uh, so outside my player props in actual games, kind of some similar things that Aaron's looking at. If Tua plays, so come on or something like, you know, if certain things happen, if Tua plays, I'm going to hammer the under in the Miami-Cincinnati game at 42 and a half because there might not be a single point score in that game. That game could be absolutely awful. Uh, another one I really do like is – you guys, I don't know if you felt the same way, but I think I like the Raiders covering the nine and a half, so winning by ten points or more here. Just in a Gruden, like, getting getting down their throats this week and getting prepared yeah. because after last week. So yeah. it's like the old bounce back, get right game. And then finally, I would end up to here. I'll give you guys one more. Let's look at – I think Seattle covers ten. I don't see Colt McCoy putting up much of a fight offensively. Uh, Seattle's looked a little bit better in defense recently. They're, uh, they had Shaquille Griffin back, uh, I think it was last week before. So, yeah. obviously, they're not on pace for anything great because they were, like, the record worst yards a game and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But I just don't see the Giants scoring. And then R- Russell Wilson's going to at least put up 24 points to the team. So, I like a – give me the Seattle cover – Give me the uh, Vegas cover and give me the under the Miami game of Tua plays. If not, no, no, it's giving me the under no matter what who plays. That, there's no points cool. in that game. I got you. All right. So uh, I don't have any bets. I'll take this as an opportunity to uh, recap the Week 12 matchup in our fantasy league between Garbage Trash and Cups Wood. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Waiting for this. I got the nice four-point victory over Matthew. Uh, thanks in large part due to Antonio or AJ Brown and David Montgomery's late touchdowns, garbage time touchdowns, touchdowns that shouldn't have happened. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about first off the the fantasy G. Uh, he's had a tough year. It probably stemmed from his drafting of David Johnson, Todd Gurley, and who was the third running back over the age of twenty eight? Uh. Uh, I probably shipped them off. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was not pretty. Uh, I thought a nice well, easy Matt, win here. I'm Uncle trying to solidify that that bye week or that top two slot going into the playoffs. We may have taken George Simula for granted. We thought the easy layup. He had some nice uh, nice scoring out of an AJ Brown onside kick touchdown. He had a nice David Montgomery <laughs> touchdown with about three minutes left on a screen pass. And then all I needed was ten points in PPR to Miles Sanders and. Uh, 
Doug Peterson, being the just absolute offensive guru that he is, decided that the, the best way for the Eagles to win was give Miles Sanders six carries, but Carson Wentz 45 pass attempts. And uh, it was a tough loss for me. I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm going to win out here to make sure I lock up that top two seed. And uh, I'll tip my cap to George. He did, uh, he did knock me off last week. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. And real quick, just want to touch up. Everybody was shitting on me when I took Devontae Adams seventh overall over Michael Thomas. Phenomenal draft pick there. Who's laughing now, as you say? You know, uh, we also were laughing as preceding, like, six picks. Yeah, true. <laughs> Mahomes' second was good, but after that, yeah, you know, up, down, mostly down. Mahomes is a good pick, he's saying, when I picked Aaron Rodgers off free agency. So, yeah. you know, the fantasy genius can pick up his own Packer player. Didn't, didn't want the... The stack here with Rodgers and Adams. Maybe we should start questioning here as listeners and fans of the podcast, how much of a Packers fan is really George here? <laughs> hey, it was only an eight-man league. I was trying a different strategy. It's six points of passing touchdown. I was like, give me Patty. But, you know, we'll mm-hmm. see if I make the playoffs or if it's just a complete dump like my team was early in the year. Yep, we'll, we'll keep the fans posted. George is in a must-win situation to, uh, here on out to get in. It's a tight race by the league, and uh, – it's definitely something to watch, or it could be the last week to talk about it. Yeah, you, if you look at my draft real quick, rounds two, three through 12, I had A.J. Brown, Cortland, or not Cortland Stone, what the hell, Terry McLaurin, only good picks I had. Which you traded to me. Yep. All right, so we'll end it with our hot takes for the week. Last week I said Chubb, 150 yards, two touchdowns. I think he had – he was real close, if not over that – I'll mark it down as a dub. Bird, over 100 yards, did not happen. One for two, love it, I'll take it. I'm out of the schneid. I've been pretty bad this year. So, uh, Aaron, equally as bad. Tom Brady, not top 10. Hey. Didn't happen. What do you mean equally as bad? You've been terrible. Hey, man. Let's see what you got this week. I got three. All right, well, I, I got – The more I put out, the higher percentage I hit. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. Cast the wide net. Cast okay. that wide net, George. All right. All right, I got I got one for now. Uh, um, depending on what you say, I might make some more lunch baskets with you because you're trash at those. Uh, give me uh, Stafford to be in the top ten uh, QB uh, rankings this week. He hasn't been there in a long time. He's been one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL this year. But getting rid of Maddie Patty, uh, give me a uh, Stafford top ten QB this week. All right, I got. One that's really not a hot take. I'm going to just say it just because, but we don't have to put it down. Devonta Adams is going to go over 150 for the fourth time this year. Not a hot take, but just want to touch base on it. Love the guy. <laughs> Packers offense will be rolling. Now two hot takes. Darnell Mooney over 100 receiving yards this week versus the Lions. Mark it down. Run to the bank. I wonder what his prop bet is. Uh, could be a good one there for you, man. I'll, I'll, I'll pull up for you momentarily here. What else you got, George? I know you probably have like 15 more tight ends you want to talk about. No, this one just uh, another 100-yard receiver. Uh, the Colts allow their third 100-yard receiver of the season, not to Brandon Cooks, but to Kiki Kuti. Ooh. So Kiki going over 100. And that's what I, I got. I guess looking for me here, I only have a couple. Again, I touched on it earlier, but I do like Cam Akers to be hit 100 yards from scrimmage. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing a touchdown, though, but I think 100 yards from scrimmage are getting involved. And my other one's going to be that Aaron Jones, touch him as well, is going to be the number one scoring running back this week. Uh, just touchdown machine. He hasn't had a touchdown in a few weeks. And yeah. it seems, it seems yeah. when he plays, he's like a 10-point guy or a 35-point guy. And I think you can get that boom this week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been spreading the ball around, making sure that, of course, Adams gets his touches. But you've seen Tanya and you've seen uh, St. Brown. You've seen Veda, Scantling, Lazard. He's been spreading around. I think it's due for Jones to get his touches here. So I think he's been the one to running back this week. Yeah, I definitely think that's a, that's a pretty bold take because, like you said, he hasn't been anywhere up there recently um, with what they've been doing. So, yeah, can't really hate on that. Uh, what do you think, Taysom Hill, top, top, uh, top five? QB again this week when as he starts against Atlanta? I would say outside the top 10. You're going to say outside the top 10? I think just watching him, I have him in one of my fantasy lines, and I, I am nervous. I am on the edge of my seat hoping that he hits 10 points every week. It seems that he's very dependent on a rushing touchdown, which scares me as a quarterback kind of thing. I don't see him really putting up anything over 200 passing yards, so it's all going to be – those QB powers and stuff, which the Saints have been running, 
I'm also a little bit worried that now he's officially a starting quarterback. The more and more tape on him, it's less of a gadget player. It's more of, what are we worried about? This guy can't throw or this guy's going to run to his right here. So I think, especially the second time Atlanta seeing him, I, I think it's going to be a tough game for Hill. I'm going outside the top ten. All right. I like that. I agree with that. That's why I almost took Atlanta. If Julio was healthy, I would easily take Atlanta over Saints this week. Is Julio truly ever healthy, though? I think the last time he was healthy, Calvin Johnson was still playing. Yeah, true. <laughs> if he didn't have an injury designation. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah I don't I'm have sorry. any more hot takes. What was the receiver I was looking for? I already forgot who it was. Dar- Darnell Mooney. Oh, Mooney. Man, thank you while you're at it. Okay. Let me see. Anything else you guys want to touch on while I try to pull this up real quick for you? No, I think, we're, I think I'm good. But I'll take I'll, I'll throw this two game parlay. I'll take Mooney and Kiki both getting over whatever yardage they're uh, you know saying. I there there's nothing listed for Kiki at the moment. It might see closer to game time. They come out with something. Uh, the Mooney over under you're looking at a forty and a half yards. So George is high in Mooney, and again the over is at minus one twenty. So. Uh, that's definitely a good one. Again, if you maybe parlay a couple of these player props together, like that Aaron Jones touchdown, next thing you know, you're uh, you're going to get plus 300. So yeah, that's, that's a nice three for one there. Love it. You, you also have, uh, if you want to stick with Mooney here, you also have his longest reception, 19 and a half yards. You also have the over-under is three and a half catches. It sounds like George is saying, hammer all these. Hammer <laughs> all of Mooney. Just go all in. Even Mooney getting a touchdown is plus 200. Just just put, put it all on Mooney. It's his week. Yep. I might be uh, contacting you to play some of those bets for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wait for it. All right. That uh, just about does it. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Matthew for joining us on the show today. Love the insight. Hope we have you again. Uh, gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Um, was, again, like I said, it's just been a fan of you guys for a while. It's great to finally get on. I'm hoping that uh, my picks are better than Kenny's picks or any other guest picks. Hope I can keep that uh, keep that going. And get, you know, also mainly make people some money. Get throw some winners out there. That's key for everybody. Get some information. DFS, prop bets, game bets, parlays, whatever it is. Uh, it, it's always nice for all of us and and in the in the black. Yep, and I'll try to recap you guys on uh, how we did next week. I think I wrote them all down, but there was a lot going on, so. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways, thank you. Uh, you know, love the show. Be sure to check out the Wheelmen on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, everywhere. Great NASCAR podcast. Uh, look forward to return in February. Subscribe, listen, review, rate, comment. Let them know. Talk shit if you know you don't agree with them. Just like uh, we <laughs> up here. So, all right. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, and uh, to all of our fans, listeners. Thank you for listening to the Week 13 episode. That is all we got for the Gridiron Guide. The Fantasy G. Peace. Deuces.